0: Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Avs hold on to one, two nothing over the Anaheim Ducks in Anaheim. Ruto, Blaze, AJ coming at you live. Um, we've talked a lot about the Avs finding new ways to win a hockey game. The Avs get outshot pretty handily by the ducks tonight and they find a way to win one.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been talking a lot in the last few weeks about the Abs finding different ways to win different kinds of games and different styles and being comfortable being in the game that they're in and not necessarily the game they want. And this was kind of bizarro abs for this year. A little bit. They get outshot. <laughs> they never really have a rhythm. They take more penalties, uh, then they have, they have to kill more penalties than they get power plays. Um, they uh they get great goaltending and they win on the strength of defense at a pk yep
2: yeah thank goodness for that uh pk change that they decided to do halfway through the year because uh
1: that's definitely you can tell that's making a difference yeah yeah i mean you look at the even the last pk they had the they had possession inside the zone two full minutes and it didn't matter yep it was just like okay like nothing really happened with it. And then you have another one of the PKs where the Avs get multiple scoring, you know, Kadri hits a post and LOC gets a partial breakaway. Like Yeah. This is this is a lot better. They're they're being a lot more competitive. The Royal the Royal Road is not wide open. They're not they're not bleeding grade A chances. Yeah, uh, right in front of the net, just leaving people wide open. And your goaltender is making the saves that yeah. he has to. You know, not, there wasn't a ton of spectacular saves from Frankie, but you know, when you're reading pucks well and you're in the right position, it turns out you don't have to be very special. <laughs> you just have to do all the right things. And he did all the right things, didn't make any mistakes, tracked pucks well. And, you know, whatever, whatever break the Avs got on the Gerard goal just never happened on the other
0: side. And, you know. That's life sometimes. <laughs> That's life sometimes. Boy, can you find a better description of hockey than that? Um, you know, I think it's a fair point. If you're looking at the Avs game tonight, offensively, I think you probably don't feel great about it. You're not saying, wow, look at all these great A quality chances that they put on. Not that they didn't have a few, but this is a hockey team you're used to seeing shell opponents. Let's be real. And tonight, I don't want to say it felt lackadaisical, but it was lacking it's, a little it bit. It felt
1: disjointed. Sure. Um, or they were a little out of sync. Um, you know, they never really settled into a nice rhythm on offense. But they had stretches of the game where they dominated the pace of play. You know, they created plenty of quality chances. But when they don't go in, you know, they just don't look the same, right? So I I think that in terms of quality of chances they were just fine tonight. Um, they just didn't finish the way that we're accustomed to seeing them finish. Where John Gibson played a good game, yep. uh, he was on top of it, and the uh, Pavel Francouls and the Aves were just one save better. Yep, like it's not this one. This one wasn't anything particularly complicated. They were just one save better. Yeah, there was a lot of transition
2: in this game on both sides. Like you know, there was a lot of puck going on in the middle of the ice yeah it
0: i don't think anyone's coming out of this game saying wow what a good hockey game this
1: was <laughs> yeah this was i mean the ducks loved this right yep. this yep. was the abs having to play a more you know kind of muck it up and grind it out a little slower pace not as much uh, not as much free transition yeah you know there was a lot of back and forth but it was it was kind of like both teams were skating through mud a lot. Um, both teams really kind of mucked up the middle of the ice as, as it went on. Uh, Anaheim was really dedicated to stopping Colorado's transition, especially the way that they like to pull up halfway through and deal to their defensemen. The irony being that that's where the only real goal of the game got Came scored from, was yeah. that they broke that tra- They broke right. down in that transition once and Gerard watched and, and, and it and, goes in yeah yeah um and it so i i just i uh, i i like these are boring games to watch just from our perspective of well we have to sit through it you know what? this isn't going to be the kind of game that you sell somebody on oh my god hockey is I- amazing <laughs> <laughs> but this was definitely the kind of game where it's like look you wanted to see the avs win a game like this you want to see them hold a one goal lead in the third period. Yep. You want to see them play quality defense. Uh, I don't really think they got, it wasn't really a turtle. They didn't really get shelled yeah, in the third no, or anything. I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously the officiating played a little bit of role in how the ice got tilted yep. at times with, uh, with the ducks getting all the calls at the end. Um, just, a just kind of a, kind of a slower paced, uh, game. And, I mean, really encouraging to see the abs win again. Once again, like you're, you're going down the check checklist of all the different types of games that you can win. This is a goalie steals one Yep,
0: Yep. about damn time. Yep. It, It really does feel like the first one. And certainly look, it's game 37 of the season. You know, we're not trying to get too hype on anything, but. Yeah, still
1: have a season I'll, to go. Here. A
0: lot of championship runs are built on boring wins. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, you don't win you, you know, you don't win 50
1: plus games in a regular season because you go out there and you globe-trotter them every night. You know, you win a lot of games, you just kind of have to grind your way through game nights where you don't have your A game. Yeah. And the Abs clearly didn't have the A game tonight. The Ducks played really well. Oh, uh, you got to give them full credit. They played a good hockey game. They They were good tonight. This is the version of the Ducks. The Avs haven't really seen much of. You know, the Ducks have won plenty of games this year and they've been pretty good, but they against the Avs have not really been very good. Uh the Avs the ABS have not badly struggled with them. It all it almost looked like the Avs just deferred and decided to play the Ducks game.
2: Right, like what you were talking about, a little bit slower, a little bit more muck. Like, that's not playing the game that you're in, yeah. That's not the avalanche's mo at all. But it's cool to see them like, okay, we're gonna play this game and we're gonna just do it better than you guys are gonna do it, right? Like, we'll play a low scoring game and we'll get some saves from our goalie, we'll play some good defense, and
1: you know, hopefully, we will get one better chance than you do, yeah. And really, like, you leave it up to a bounce or two here and there, you know. We were talking. Right before the Avs scored, we were talking about Anaheim is just really just they were they would get a puck out high to a defenseman or a forward who was out high, and they would just throw it immediately at the net. Yep. They're not trying to beat Frankie; they're trying to get some. They're trying to create some chaos in front. Yep. They're trying to get a bounce. They're trying. I mean, they're trying to get lucky there and just catch a break. Yep. You know, the the same way that you, we saw the Wild the other day, they throw a puck. It hits two abs players and it lands on Kaprizov's stick is on Frankie's back door where you can't get to that. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. Sometimes that shit happens, you yeah. know. Like pucks are unpredictable. It's not an unreasonable way to be yeah. uh, when you're when you're in a low scoring, grinded out type of game. Uh, and it just didn't it just didn't bounce for them that way tonight. It didn't bounce that way for Colorado either. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't there wasn't any kind of funny bounce on either side that really decided the game. I mean, I guess. Like Gerard shot bounces off the ice, right? But like that's a clean look that yep. just gets by John Gibson. Yeah, it's a high danger. It's a chance it's a tough. Or, yeah. Like that's a, that's a tough. It's a tough stop to yeah. make because of the way that it bounces. But you know that's that's not a well. Let's just throw a puck here and just hope that something crazy happens and Yahoo. You know, like it. <laughs> uh, it, it just sort of just went Colorado's way, but also. This wasn't this wasn't like a lopsided game or anything. This wasn't the abs getting caved and the ducks didn't get caved. It was just
0: a lot of blah back and forth. Yeah. Yep, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, let's get back to the first period here. Obviously, no goals scored in the first period, but you did have the fight between Curtis McDermott and Nick Delorier again. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least the fight was entertaining. Well, and you know, we were talking about
1: when it happened. It was like seven minutes to go in the first period. The abs have been kind of blah to that point. It was in the defensive zone. This wasn't this wasn't one of those fights where you're like, oh man, this kills a scoring chance for you. Yeah, you know, like this this took away a good moment for you. You were defending. You'd been kind of vanilla to that point, and your tough guy goes out and finds the other tough guy. All those two ever do when they see each other is fights. Fifth time that they fought in the NHL. Uh I, I just okay, neat. It was fine. Like it I didn't have any issues with it and it was a good fight. It was entertaining. Yeah. Yep. They they the best part was when they come back from commercial and each guy has a bag of ice <laughs> on his hand. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, tough guy gone, tough guy. Yeah, I mean a helmet punching a helmet
0: just Does not feel good. I'm sure you guys remember the the first year they implemented that rule where both guys were just like we both agree to take our helmets off and take the extra two. Yeah. And we'll have a real proper fight, but You don't see that now 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 they gotta start like taking each other's helmets off. You know what I mean?
1: Like I mean it is always entertaining in a fight now when you see a guy punch the other guy's helmet and it pops
0: off and you're like (laughs) And you see now like McDermott had to wave the refs off after his helmet came off. Oh, yeah, you see him. He yeah. was near the handout. Yeah, uh, holding them back. Yeah. like, we're not done here. <laughs> the, the Rob Ray, he's not finished. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. A, a little bit odd there, but, you know, if that's what McDermott's here to do, he, he had a good fight tonight. Yep. 100% credit to him there. Um, I know a, a lot of people, I've seen it in the chat talking about. As it stands, the Avs are essentially playing 5-D. I, I, McDermott played, what, like eight minutes tonight? I didn't yeah. see the the final total. but He was out there with seven minutes to play in the third period <laughs> next to Jack, Jack Johnson, yeah. and we were all just like, Oh, boy, hold on. here we go. All
1: right, this is a decision that they have actively <laughs> made. I wonder how long that shift was. Oh,
0: gee, it wasn't. McDermott played 5-24. It, 5- like 25 seconds. Yeah. And it yeah. was not long at yeah. all. He barely played over five minutes tonight. Yeah. so It, it is essentially... Running five D for the ABS yeah. basically um, is what it is. As far as why they have McDermott in the lineup, he fulfilled that duty tonight. So yeah, if he's going to be in the lineup, do what you do. He, I, I, <laughs> look, a guy you play five minutes a night, trading him for anyone is a is a good trade, right? <laughs> like you'll take it. Um. Anyway, yeah, neither team scores a goal in the first. This was I, I don't know. Let me ask you guys, who do you think was the avs best forward tonight? Kadri. Okay.
2: Um I'll go with LOC. I liked LOC's game tonight.
0: Okay. Both of which generated some decent chances. LOC had a, had a couple of PK opportunities and you know, he's LOC. You kind of yeah. know what you're going to get from him.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm looking at it from, like, what is your potential? What can you actually do when you're out there, right? And I felt like that's what LOC does. Like, we, you know, we nitpick some of the stuff, like drop oh, that totally. shoulder, go to yeah. the net. Like, but, you know. Score you, into you, the open net when you there's li- not a goalbender. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you live with that, knowing, like, the defensive side of mm. what he can do for your team. And I thought he played a really solid game that way.
1: Yeah, uh, I honestly like. I thought that the Avs protected their own zone pretty yeah, well. Like, yeah. they got outshot, but it's really more that they got that the ducks just blocked a lot of shots. Yeah, and uh, the Avs don't really block a ton of shots. And like, you let a goalie see the puck, and when he's tracking it as well as Frankie was tonight, that's fine. Like, yeah, you just trust your goalie to do yeah. his job at that point, and yep. that's it's kind of where the Avs were and. Because You're not looking at a lot of those like you, how many highlight real saves did Frankie make tonight?
0: Maybe one or two, like maybe, yeah, yeah. He, like, he had the nice one off the toe that I can right. Remember. Like, yeah, there's but, like a
1: nice kick save on yeah. Getzlaff or two where you're like, okay, but it's not like a crazy high danger chance, right? Like, Ryan Getzlaff from 20 feet out on a one timer <laughs> where he's not going post <laughs> to post, yeah, you know, he just has to get out and challenge him a little bit, yeah. Like, you're comfortable trusting your guy there uh but i but i really thought that the avs played a pretty solid and committed game in their own zone uh the ducks the ducks did a good job owning possession and and winning board battles and and you know winning pucks but they weren't there was like this little invisible fortress in front of the home plate yeah. area yeah.
0: nothing felt free tonight it's yeah right and it so and I it mean. really
1: didn't seem like the ducks were getting inside of that too much so um, <laughs> When you ask who, who was their best forward, I think my my instinct was that I liked Kadri because consistently dangerous on offense, but did a good job in his own yeah. zone as
0: well. Yeah. Only player with a two-point night for Colorado. Granted, you know, one of those is on an empty netter. <laughs> but he gets an assist on, on the Gerrard goal. Yep. Had five shots on goal on the night. Was... For him, surprisingly not great in the, the face-off dot, only 47%. I don't think any Av was good in the face-off yeah, dot. Nah, it was not a great night in yeah. the face-off circle, for sure. Uh, but as we've seen in something I, I do want to talk about, with the Avs only running essentially 5D, and with the new defensive systems implemented, we're seeing just about everybody get a crack on the PK. Kadri played over two minutes on the penalty kill tonight. Mm-hmm. On a night where the apps PK got the job done. Uh, Logan O'Connor led the way there, but you also got significant time from Tyson Jost, from JT Comfer. You even saw Alex Newhook play 45 seconds of penalty kill time tonight.
2: So Does some of that have to do with, like, they went back to a a more simplistic uh, PK, right? So you can have more people inserted in there because you're not trying to do crazy things with your PK. And some of it is also
1: no Nuke and no Helm, who are oh, two guys true. that you yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. As guys that you had picked out. So it's like, who's like the fourth or fifth forward there? Kadri is a guy that you like, uh, is one, maybe the only guy in your team that you like at this point to win you a face-off. He <laughs> makes perfect sense as that fourth guy. Yeah. Um, Newhook also makes sense there because we saw Newhook at BC. When he his, hounds pucks. Yeah. His entire BC career, he played on the PK there. Yep. So he was a PK regular there. He, the, he scored a bunch of shorthand points and <laughs> um but no, he was he was a good PKer at BC and that's where that's where I think his evolution as an all-around player really started was they kind of forced him and said, "Hey, we need you to we need you to take the defensive side of your game a little more seriously because uh in Victoria when he played in the BCHL, he was a big time like but,
0: Kick it into cruise control. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was he
1: was I always compare him to to like when you play Rocket League and you're that yeah. guy that kind of just you watch the ball and you just sort of aimlessly drive around and sort of follow it. He kind of did a lot of that and there wasn't a lot of concern for positioning. Yeah. Uh and then you see him now in the NHL, he's already taken such major strides defensively. Uh that's been the biggest surprise for me well, with New this it's year just, is It's just the effort
0: level is there all the time. Yeah, and there's a commitment to
1: the details of it, where you're, you know, he's understanding that the more he does this, the more ice that he sees, the more puck touches he'll get for him to do the things that he does at his absolute best.
0: Yeah, we're in Studio B tonight, chat, so we're like walled off from the bar, so you can't (laughs) you can't hear any of that stuff. Yeah, literally,
1: the Nuggets are live on there in the other studio right now doing their thing, so. it's the two for shows
0: tonight so we get the we get the quiet set for once tomorrow we'll be on the loud set yeah true (laughs) hopefully it's still loud i hope so should be uh should be a fun night hopefully yeah Yeah. um we are brought to you by breckenridge brewery the official beer of dnvr got myself uh got myself a strawberry sky right here tonight but randy more than one Go get yourself some. You can find it obviously here at the DNVR bar or go to your local liquor store. Use their online rec beer locator to find it at a beer store near you. Beer stores. Are those stores? Liquor stores. Whatever. Same thing. Same thing. The beer market. There you go. (laughs) Now you you got world of beer. All right. Uh, Also, brought to you all by Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business here in Colorado for a very long time. Been talking to them, actually, because you know my wife and I are about to start looking for a house ourselves. Uh, They will also help you find a house in Wyoming. They're helping some people in Arizona. They're even helping people in Florida. So, even if you're not necessarily in Colorado, you can hit them up. Maybe, uh, Maybe get a little bit of help. Mike is a certified financial planner, so... They will find the right home loan for you, not just, you know, to buy your house, but make sure everything is all good when it fits in your financial picture. So head on over to (laughs) dnvrmortgage.com to hit them up. You can get a free consultation as well as an opportunity to win a free DNVR hat or shirt. So you might as well just jump on over there at least for that opportunity. Again, this is dnvrmortgage.com or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS one nine three one zero zero six. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS one nine one zero six three one. P.S. Shout out to our our Nuggets coverage as well. Uh, obviously, stay here, watch this show. But word on the street is Nikola Jokic kind of went off tonight. Yeah, so he did another did.
1: triple double. I think finished with forty six points. more than forty six. Forty nine point nine. Forty nine point yeah, nine, and then has the assist on the the game the winner. Game oh, yeah.
0: yeah, so. It's pretty good So night.
2: You can get help in Florida, huh? We were just talking about you guys want me to move to
1: Florida. So there you I can get yeah. a house in Florida. Live Florida man on the show. <laughs> That's right, right, here, yeah. right. now. I mean, you are you're whining about how cold it is. It's cold studio. in the studio. Oh my God. <laughs> it's cold. It's <He's> cold.
0: <laughs> I play hockey. I don't like being cold. Yeah. All right. I think we got a good number Fair of enough, super chats, man. so we can hit those Fair up enough. real quick here to start the second period. That's like a lot of wow! Okay. Uh, Chris with $5 says two shutties in three games. Could the D intending finally be turning the corner?
1: Yeah, I tell you Uh, what, the defense really hasn't been a problem, but how much better do you feel about it when your goalies make saves? It's true. There's still that issue. There's sometimes
2: where there's just guys hanging out in the slot with no defense around them. And that's just way that the Avs defense was working. Like that's that's the structure that Welcome they're to using. the NHL,
1: where the other team has NHL players that create chances sometimes, right? Yeah, where like that's every team wants chances in the slot. Yep, that's the that's those.
0: It's what they're trying to all do. All of the analytics have built towards
1: <laughs> shoot from here, and
0: that's where they're all going for, right? Like it's it's all. You say that, but I watched the Ams pass it out of the slot five times tonight. <laughs> yeah, the Ams the Amps have
2: uh, we're super cute So <laughs> yeah. You know, USA Hockey now is like their whole new thing is teaching kids not to go straight to the slot, but to go uh, basically like Adjacent, seven to eight feet yeah. wide of the slot because your chances of scoring from those spots are still really high and you don't have to deal with all that traffic You're in You're not front. hard covered. Yeah, yeah, so if the puck is down low on the side, they, want, they don't want you to sit in the slot. They want you to kind of move over closer to where the defense yeah, or the it out a plane. little bit, yeah.
0: yeah. Good, uh, good math. I got no argument against that. Yep. Uh, Josh with $5. I fucking love this team. They beat <laughs> two teams tonight in one of their worst games of the season. This is a great game to prepare for the playoffs. I don't think it was one of their worst games of the season. One of their least entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But it it was quality hockey for the most part. Yeah,
1: it was just the Ducks. The Ducks also played solid hockey, and they just kind of... I don't know. Tonight, tonight was kind of that game where it was like... Uh, Two kids hitting each other with pool noodles. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's really nobody's really getting hurt. Nothing's really dangerous, but it's making a lot of noise. Well, and especially
2: like if this was your first, like you are saying you know, like if this is your first game in and you've heard all these things about the abs just going to town oh, on teams, yeah. right? Like, oh, they score four <laughs> goals plus a yeah. game. And then you come in and watch this. And you're like, this sucks. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> yeah,
0: 99 cents from Spence. Thank you very much. Uh, five more from Josh. I didn't have room to shout out Frankie in my last super chat. So this one's for your Pabble. We'll get to, we'll get to him in a bit. Uh, hell yeah. $5 from Henry this season. I cannot tell if the abs are an offensive juggernaut that plays poorly in these close games or a team that refuses to lose. Uh, I I did certainly in the new year, they seem to refuse to lose. Um, eh, I don't. I don't feel like they've played poorly at all. Yeah, like the yeah. Chicago game, I, the Nashville game. That's they're obviously heavily compromised in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel. I don't feel like we've seen them really play. Like they've had stretches in games where they haven't played well, but they're usually in a situation where they've been up by a couple of goals and yeah. You can,
0: Eh, you know, and you're you're kind of
1: like you don't love that
0: out outside of the first ten games of the season. It's hard to really yeah. find a significant stretch of poor play. From the yeah, and, and it's like
1: the other thing is, is like we're talking about, about oh well is. the the team is like iffy when they're when they have a two goal lead or whatever, and it's like is this the most first world problem <laughs> of the NHL yeah. where it's like we're talking about a team that has a two goal lead every night and they're like how do they play with it you know versus there are teams out there, you know what? They're down Arizona to ten minutes into every games game. That didn't yeah. have a two goal lead. Yeah. So, you know, like you're 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 talking about perspective here for sure. You know? uh, that we're we have to talk about the areas where they've struggled, but in reality, those areas are pretty limited. Yep. Yeah. When you're whatever their record is now, 26 and yeah. 26, eight and three or it's, whatever. It's pretty it is. good. Like, it's pretty good. You're talking, you're just talking about a team. That's just, it's just nasty.
0: Uh, all right. Next $7 Canadian from Carrie. So happy for Frankie tonight. He played freaking awesome tonight. Glad Kemper isn't hurt. Good luck there. And love the boys <laughs> on DNVR. Thank you very much, Carrie. Yeah, well, again, we'll talk about Frankie a little bit, so we'll get there. Uh, Blake with $5. Someone has to stop Miko from getting so angry. He starts trying to... I, I think Miko's anger was justified tonight. Yeah, you know? I didn't have an
1: issue with this one, and it didn't... It wasn't like the anger compounded into stupid mistakes. Right. Because that's where you've really gotten frustrated. when He's taken dumb penalties, or he's, he's just done something really dumb. Tonight he got he kind of got the raw end of the the deal there from fish offic- from the officials yeah um the first one obviously mckinnon mckinnon has almost an identical interaction that goes on just seconds yeah. before and there was no problem with it and happens on the other side and miko goes to the box like he thinks that they set a standard on one end they go to the other end and then we get the glory of Darren Pang twisting himself into a pretzel <laughs> to try Trying to and, justify, yeah, it. To yeah, to try and jerk off the officials and their decision making on that. So that was always fun. Also, what are you doing watching our show,
0: man? Don't you, should you be helping the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> uh ninety nine cents from Spence. <clears throat>
1: A coin with a star. I can't even I can't even think about trying to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, with my your voice. Yeah, right my now. voice would just and You can just naturally do it right now. You don't, don't even yeah. need to do anything. <laughs> a
0: coin with a star. See? Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, five dollars from William. When do we start there talking it is. about Frankie there it is. number one for this
1: team? I wish yes. I I wish I could have put this uh, <laughs> I wish DraftKings had this bet that we would get this question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll talk about Frankie. Yeah, uh, we'll get we'll to Frankie. I don't think anyone's betting on being yes. the number one, though. going to give you some uh, I rocks. think
1: the, there's probably one or two people out there who are like, see, 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 <laughs> see. <laughs>
0: uh, $2 from Pete. Best PK has looked all season. Huge. Totally. Yep. Yep. They were rock solid tonight. Um, I, abs didn't win this game with offense. They won it two to nothing. Really one to nothing with an empty netter. So every defensive play gets big, big ups there uh vaguely two dollars says chat nobody got injured tonight so far so far fingers crossed
1: he also asked how the burrito is yeah no we got one let's let's talk
2: about like i don't know have you guys heard about this burrito at the (laughs) dnvr bar has anyone told you about it yet because my goodness you get it with carnitas wow
0: you heard it here first folks the Carnitas Burrito, sponsored by Blaze.
2: I mean, you can do the burrito, and then after you're done with the burrito, Look. maybe in the second intermission, you get the nachos with the carnitas on it. All I'm, all I'm saying say, is the carnitas man. are good.
1: All I'm going to say is my roommate-to-be was here, <laughs> he got that burrito <laughs> with the carnitas, and you know what? He ate the whole thing yeah. and didn't say anything about it, so clearly Ooh, it was fine. Ooh, he didn't say anything about it. He should have been talking about it afterwards. I mean, <laughs> he was probably just basking in all of its glory. <laughs> Says the guy who ate the wings tonight.
0: That's true. I also <laughs> ate wings. It was a late, late night. Late. I had to eat dinner before I got here. The blaze burrito confirmed. <laughs> uh, blaze All right. So so let's get into the rest of the skaters. sounds like a Taco Bell
1: special. The blaze burrito, <laughs> the where they have they have the the flame like they're the really blazing hot Doritos. It's yeah like, yeah yeah. It's the blaze and they wrap it in the. The blazing hot Dorito show. You mean that's
2: not my signature burrito?
1: No.
0: No. It had oh, nothing okay. to do with you. Ah, <laughs> <bummer>. Denied. <laughs> uh, one late one here from Blaze. I would help if I could, but first I need to switch to playing forward and skating 20 miles per hour. <laughs> I think Scotty Eanser could help me out. Uh, okay. Neat. The Jets don't need the help. To be fair, this version of Blake Wheeler is a senior in high school. So, Yeah. True. Got got some got some aging to do a little bit. Uh, anyway, let's let's take a look at the defense before we talk about the goaltending. Who who gets it tonight for the defense? Is it Sam Gerard scoring the goal? Is is he just your guy, or what else did you like tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think it's G.
1: Yeah, okay. I thought he was great. I thought Devon Taves was awesome defensively. I really really liked yeah. him in his own zone. I didn't like him so much in the neutral zone or. Uh, with the puck as much as I normally do, <laughs> but I thought he was really well, good defensively. I mean, he got a point. You like were... just shut He shut off some of those rushes where he just yeah. He closed it up. Done. I think as a core,
2: they played very well.
0: Devontae's toi tonight. Any guesses?
2: Twenty-six minutes.
0: Uh, all situations. All such.
1: Uh, I'm gonna guess.
0: I'm going to guess 28. He's a fucking wizard, chat. He's a fucking wizard. 28.50. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. For Devontes. Yeah. That's a lot of ice. Yeah. He yeah. was, he was munching minutes tonight <laughs> yeah. for real for this hockey team. Um, it's, it, uh, I mean, you go down the list. McCarr had essentially 25, uh, EJ played 22, Gerard, 21, EJ 14. And then, uh, I'm sorry, EJ 22 as well, uh, JJ 14, and then McDermott six basically. McCarr was a little off tonight. Edge work didn't look nearly as. And this is another Stick one handling,
1: where McCarr McCar makes his bones as an offensive wizard. Yeah, but when he's not on the top of that part of his game, you still watch him defensively, and he was solid. Yeah. wasn't Wasn't elite. <laughs> wasn't like holy shit, right? But like, took care of business. Yeah. Yep. And it's why it's why you don't classify him as a Quinn Hughes type, you know, as yeah, a yeah. Tyson Berry, as an offensive defenseman. Right. He gets the job done in his own zone every night. Yeah. Uh, it's just what he's able to do offensively is what makes him so special. Yep, for sure. Who was the better Johnson tonight?
0: Oh, Eric. Eric had, uh, Eric had multiple quality defense. Yeah, I liked I liked game. Eric
1: quite a bit more, um, especially on the PK. I liked Eric a lot more. Uh, Jack, I just don't. Jack just doesn't have any puck skills. Um, and he's just not, he doesn't, he's not trying Yo, to force he, it. He worked a guy on the breakout tonight. <laughs> he did work he a, worked guy. a guy. He did, he guy. did juke <laughs> some fool <full> guy. <time>. There <laughs> was a little the shimmy there and that guy was like, wait, what? <laughs> Who
0: are you? <laughs> yeah. Every now and then he just does it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. the Look. Devonte's path to the NHL is an, is a, an incredibly interesting conversation for a, a different podcast, where AJ can just talk about it for three hours. But well, and
1: the biggest thing that you talk about with Devontae is it's not great size, and you watch him play. What what tool does he have that's elite? That's the and it's the hardest thing to separate when yep. you're a junior or you're an NCAA player. I just couldn't
2: believe that the Islanders gave him up. Like when I heard he was coming, and you go back and you, watch those games, you're
1: like. Well, so keep in mind, there's two things here. One, they were in a bad cap crunch. Yep. They didn't know Johnny Boychuk would never play again, and they were coming off of a playoff series against Tampa Bay, where Nick Letty had been really, really good, and Devon Taves was a fucking disaster. Yeah. He was so bad in that series, and I think that that recency bias stuck yep. with them, made it a little easier for them to say, okay, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on from this guy because we don't. We can't afford to pay him, and you know, and, and then the boy Chuck stuff happened, and then they kept Letty, and Letty's play dropped back to the level it had been. Yeah, uh, and the Avs were just like, Yahtzee. <laughs> and then my leg, my true legacy, all the things that I've talked about over the years, and all the stuff that I've said,
0: Devon Taves will be my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game was on national tonight, which, you know. The game started at eight thirty, so we appreciate all y'all hanging out with us in the yeah. middle of the night at this point. Um, but, yo, one of those people, uh, MeGerbs,
1: yeah, is, shout out is, our girl MeGerbs, hanging out. MeGerbs is one of our uh, one of our our homies on the pod, and uh, had successful surgery today to remove a brain tumor. So she messaged me. And then Sam Gerrard
0: scored like four minutes later. <laughs> so if you want to know
1: why the Avs were successful tonight,
0: it's yeah. her. Go go send some good vibes to me, Gerbs for yep. real. Um get on that. On the Av side of things Alright, let's let let's start with this conversation. Does this game being a boring ass hockey game affect the national perception of Colorado at all? One. It should. I, And two, do you care? No. Okay.
1: National perception of anything is completely irrelevant because it's impossible to be a well-informed national person because you just can't watch 32 teams. You just can't. You have to pick a hand. You can pick a handful and you could be well-versed in six to eight of them, but you just can't. There isn't a human being on earth that can be.
0: Can't go full mega mind. Yeah.
1: You just, you just can't do it. You cannot do it. I don't. I. You watch uh, like uh, like the the guy on uh, the hockey guy on YouTube. Yep. Kind of keeps an eye on
0: everything. Great channel for percursory overview oh, glances. Totally. Like gives teams. you gives
1: you a great rundown of things that happen. As soon as you ask him to get more in depth on things, it falls apart there. real quick. Yeah.
0: And that's not a criticism. It's not possible. Yep. It, yeah. If you want in depth looks, he'll give you a great look at Vancouver. There's a couple of other teams that he knows in depth, but if you're asking him for an in-depth look at Colorado, it's just not there. Right. And it's like, look, dude, you you can't have that.
1: You can't have that. So, yeah, so you guys all think that he's great, but and and he's he's got an awesome channel. Yep. But if you want him to really drill down into into certain things, you'll you'll just see it's just not possible. Again, it's not a criticism,
0: he's human. Yep. Exactly right. So, it's uh it's interesting, you know, obviously I think a lot of the conversation people are going to have tonight are going to, oh, Adam Fox scored two goals tonight on national TV. and then, Great. And That's great for Adam Fox. Who yeah. gives a
1: shit? I, I mean, mean honest, honestly, I'm, 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 I'm over, I was over this during the rookie year with Quinn Hughes. Yeah. I'm over it now. you know that you can exist? You, you can exist with other people in the same universe. Kale McCarr can be special and Adam Fox can also be special. They're both going to be two of the faces of this wave of of defensemen that looks to be awesome. Yep. You know, Quinn Hughes is among them. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin might be among them. <laughs> Miro Heiskanen would be getting way more love if he wasn't sitting there playing in that hellhole in Dallas <laughs> um, under a head coach that's not good at his job. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, you ask about national perception. It, it can definitely change it a little bit. What it should change is that the Avs can't win tough games. Like, that's the, that's the perception that should get chipped away at because that's the criticism that we always hear. Yep. Oh, the Avs the are great when they're out in open ice and they're in transition and they're scoring lots of goals, but can they win Can they win 2-1? They just grinded one out against Anaheim. Can they win one yeah. nothing? Can they do this? Can they do that? Here's a goal post. Let me move it some more. Can they can they do this? <laughs> and they just keep doing it. Like they've come back they've come back from deficits. They've come back from deficits early. They've come back from deficits late. They've come back from multi-goal deficits. They've gotten ahead of teams and closed them out. They've gotten ahead of teams and blown them out. They just they win. They've won games in every single facet. The only one that that you would really really had not seen this year was the goalie is the star of the show. And which you got is it. Why we got, got it right here as our king of the game tonight. Yep. Like he's the king of the game because he shut
0: it down. Yep. We'll get to that super chat in just a second, I promise. We'll kid King of the Game first. Frankie. It it Ooh, not look only that crown. It, it's not just a shutout, it's a thirty four save shutout. Yeah. Right. This is not this is different than Darcy Kemper with a four
1: nothing lead, yeah. faces twenty shots and just doesn't make a mistake. Yep. Like, and that's not to take... Darcy Kemper did everything that you could possibly ask for him in that game. Did his job. Frankie's job was harder tonight. Yep. And it was one of those things, too, right?
2: It comes down to the end there. It wasn't a 2-0 game. Yeah, they got one, the empty net. Like Yeah, it was a one nothing game
1: a, until, what, a minute and a half, yeah, two minutes so to go. Yeah, so that's
2: a big game. And, I, you know, from the whole, like, national broadcasting, I think for casual fans, yeah, it kind of, like, turns people off, right? Because it's just a low-scoring game, and you're... People don't really respect that anymore. They want to see, you know, lots of action, lots of goals, which the ABS usually do. And tomorrow night they get another crack at a national broadcast, and maybe that's what you'll see. And then you'll be like, you know, if you keep watching
1: this, you're like, wow, they can win in different ways. Yep. Well, and this who knows the, what's gonna happen? It was tomorrow? the number one difference. Everybody wants to talk about Tampa Bay. Obviously, when you win two in a row, yep. There's lots to talk about there. But the biggest difference in Tampa Bay that they always talked about was. We found ways. Uh, we we found ways to winning games in which we were not playing our best. Way. Yep, that they weren't on their a game and they were playing a different style. They're they're an easy comparison because you have a head coach who's a long tenured head coach who people had started to get ready to run out of town if they didn't experience whatever level of success was deemed necessary, and it was an offensively oriented team with one or two great players on defense. How do they get to that next level? The big difference, obviously, for me is Vasilevsky is not in Colorado. The Avs don't have the answer to that (laughs) question.
0: Uh, Two directions I want to go with this. First, let's talk about the immediate future. Frankie gets the shutout. Yeah, Unwritten rule is you give the starter another game. Yeah, On a back-to-back. Yeah, on a back-to-back. Look,
1: again, I I maintain if Kemper feels good, you play him tomorrow. But the performance from Frankie tonight makes you feel like you really don't have a problem playing him tomorrow if you have
0: to. Okay. Number two. Let's address the question. It's a great game from Frankie. It's a great game. Frankie great game. has looked quality in the starts that he's gotten since coming back from being healthy. What would it take for Frankie to genuinely get into the conversation of being in the abs number one? Two more weeks of this. Because the Avs,
1: look, the, the Avs are going to shift into a conversation where they need to start to answer this question sooner than later. You don't want open competition with 25 games to go and you're yeah. competing for the division title or whatever. You want to start answering that question. You want to have your guy. And then you know that you're going to be comfortable with either guy, right? But the the with Frankie, it's just like, He still has such a limited NHL track record that you're just looking at it and you're like, well, you're always kind of afraid of the bottom falling out of it, right? Uh, Especially with an unconventional past and his pathway to where he is. For sure, You know, not that Bednar cares about any of that, but all of those things provide subconscious biases. You know, if a guy, Jack Campbell, was a first-round pick once upon a time, keeps getting opportunities because he was a first-round pick once upon a time. Teams want to take chances on guys with pedigree because there was that potential once, so they keep giving that guy a chance. Frankie's not going to get a benefit of the doubt like that. He's going to get a put-up or shut-up. Yeah. And we've seen we've seen with him in the past, he's had opportunities, like when Grubauer was really struggling, he had opportunities to really cement that status as the man and do it. Yeah. Right now, this is the first great game that he's played this year, outside of the shootouts elevating him. Yep, he's been solid. Yeah. Like, not not trying to not trying to say that he hasn't he hasn't been any good or anything like that. He just it hasn't been that kind of a conversation. Kemper's just sort of left the door open because he's just been all right. But even even after you know. I'm I'm curious where Frankie's numbers are tonight because they were pretty similar to Kemper's before the game. Uh, I'll be curious what Frankie's are now after. And obviously small samples. Him having yeah. Six games played. This, this is going to have a way big impact. He's going to go from like a 902 to a 910 or whatever. <laughs> but I, from Frankie, it's just like, look, if he just keeps playing like this, because this is, they're kind of in that situation where they were with Barley and Grubauer a few years ago where, Barley was sort of the guy by default, but he wasn't playing great. Neither was Grubauer. There wasn't really a clear answer, and then at one point, Grubauer just took the job. Yeah. Yep. And it started with a it started with a shutout on the road. So I, there's there's your pathway. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other
2: thing you'd like to see is just the competition. Like a high powered offense comes in, plays against the Avs, see what he can do. I mean, obviously in the past he's done it, but like you said, an, the other thing that you want to see is just can he hold on to it as well, right? Like yeah. your backup goaltender, you want him to come in and steal games and yeah. be good. Usually the problem is the consistency isn't there versus like a starting goalie.
1: Well and you also you also give him because he's your backup, you play him in certain games. You yep. give him weaker competition yep. yeah. purposely. Yeah. Like he gets Arizona games, you know? He gets he gets certain games against opponents that are not as good now tonight. Like it's a good Ducks team. Yeah. So there's no. There's no. There's they're, no getting around it. No, he, but
2: they're missing people. Tonight,
1: he had. Right? He had. He had a great game against a good team. and He shuts yeah. them out on the road. Like yep. there's no. There's no picking this one apart. No. It, there's no Troy Terry. Yeah. Sure. But the rest of that lineup's pretty much there. And. Yeah. I think that, that I mean the rest of like the I mean there's no Sonny Milano like. Yeah. There's, there's some guys that they're missing that, yeah. that matter. But that's, I mean, you, you, that's not his fault, right? No. And, no, and he yeah. does his job. He does it. No. He has a great night. So I, I just think it, like, it's a great game. He's got to do it. I mean, you, if, if for one you game take, is one game for you yeah. to take well, the starting job on a cup contending team, <laughs> right. From a guy that they went out and spent a lot of resources on and Really believe can do the job. Like yep. I'm telling you, they really believe he can do the job. Yeah. Uh. It's gonna take a lot more than this. Like you, he needs, he needs to have an awesome yeah. end of January, February. Yeah, and
2: go back earlier. Well, I guess last week there's the first Phoenix game. It was a close game. Yeah, Frankie was a net. I mean, what was there? Four goals allowed in that game. Yeah.
1: So.
0: I think it was four to three finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them weren't great. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't that long ago where you were just kind of like, huh? Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. We are brought to you all by StravaCraft Coffee. You can get your CBD infused coffee for 25% off and use code DNBR25 on your first purchase. Be sure to go check them out. It's not just coffee, which you can get in normal coffee beans or K cups, whatever you prefer. It's also the CBD, which helps with migraines, aches, and pains like joint pain, IBS, and other things as well. So be sure to check them out. If you love them, you can, first of all, get. Uh, down at the DNVR bar cold brew you can just come here You don't have to order it from online or anything and when you like it if you get their subscription service You get 20% off every single time you get some so jump on that go check out Stravacraft coffee and then hit up DraftKings sportsbook right now any divisional round NFL game when you sign up with code DNVR with a new account and You bet five bucks. You can win two hundred and eighty dollars to get yourself going on DraftKings Sportsbook, two hundred and eighty dollars worth of free bets if you pick a divisional round NFL team to win correctly. So jump on that, get the two hundred and eighty dollars, and then bet it all on Kale McCarr to win the Norris, and you'll win a lot of money. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Sometimes, or you can bet on whatever you want. You can bet on Jokic to get a triple double every night. You can bet on whatever ABS thing you want. You can bet on Russian old man table tennis. If you want to, it doesn't, doesn't the Olympics are coming up. I'm going to be placing a ton of bets on stuff in the Olympics. I, I won't know what the hell I'm doing, but it'll be great. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I'm super looking forward to it. So jump on it. Use the code DNVR. when you sign up for a new account at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Must be. No, I already said that. Uh, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. There we go. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call one 4700 two four seven hundred. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, presented by DraftKings Sports. Or, PS, the like four hundred of you crazy enough to stay up this late to to hang out with us, be sure to like and subscribe on the channel. Like, if you're if you're this dedicated, you might want to know when when we go live and things like that. Uh, all right, I, I did want to get back to that super chat that we had a minute ago uh, from Robert. Uh, Gretz was talking about McCarr with Mac and mentioned coffee game recognizes game. So this was an interesting conversation. We actually talked a little bit about this before and during the game. Uh, look, I, I think AJ's take the other week ago kind of sums up Kale McCarr. So I'll, I'll let you take this one.
1: Which one? I say that a, lot a lot of things about about Kale McCarr. That
0: there There are no.
1: Oh yeah. Look, I wrote it in my piece after the Chicago thing. Like, Stop comparing Kale McCarr to people. Kale McCarr has become his own comparable. He's now the guy that when guys get drafted, they say, "Oh, who's your favorite player to watch?" It's Kale McCarr. Yep. Like rest in peace, Eric Carlson, being the answer to that question. <laughs> it's Kale for the next ten years. It's Kale McCarr. Yep. The one and and why I say that he's going to win Norris trophies and why I've said that he he has the sex appeal is that his game is all spicy. Oh, yeah. He's got big hits. Crazy highlight, real goals. Yep. It's all spicy, right? And like, like Adam Fox is a great player, but he's an unbelievably smart player. Yeah, um, And and like this other, like the Paul Coffey and Bobby Orr and whatever. It's all, Kale McCarr's yeah, his own name on that list it, now.
0: Yeah. If you were ordering a burrito, Adam Fox would be the mayonnaise. Delicious. Required for a good burrito. Mayonnaise? Kale, yeah, you don't want, you don't like me, or I guess sour cream, whatever, it doesn't matter. Not the point. I, I, ignore Adam. Pop. <laughs> My point I'm trying to make is kale macar would be the carnitas.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, now I can get with it. The mayo threw look, me the hook. Whole... You know the mustard that you put on the burrito. Right.
0: <laughs> You've never had a burrito with mayo mustard. No, no. throwing throw a little hot dog in there. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Look, look, we know I have bad food takes, chat. This is par for the course. All right. Just just get used to it. Just get used to it at this point.
2: All right. I think we should make you a burrito with mayo and mustard
0: and everything. If you put a hot dog in it, I'm here for it. (laughs) AJ can't even take this. AJ's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> anyway kale McCar's carnitas that's the point I'm trying to make <laughs> Look, I, I'm here for that I'm here for that being the quote that comes out of Adam Fox's the mayonnaise on a burrito also true also factually uh,
2: there we need a visual for
0: that one right there <laughs> all right hold on though ketchup on nothing ketchup's overrated don't need no ketchup
2: isn't that like the green chili? This is ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Getting back on topic here a little bit. Abs take care of business. They get the one-nothing lead off of the Gerard goal, and then they, they kind of just hold serve for the rest of the night. <laughs> AJ is really struggling with this one. <laughs> Uh, they end up getting the empty netter uh, off of Kadri's stick, but what? How how important do you think someone like Jared Bednar thinks empty net situations are? Because it's just not something that you practice that much as a hockey team. What do you mean? I mean the that's abs, a they
1: have spent 2 years practicing it in games. Yeah, in
0: games, but in practice. They've been
1: crushing it, man.
2: <laughs> it's it's pretty important. I mean, obviously, um when you convert it, it's great. Everyone loves that. When you don't convert it, that is a huge issue. What's going on here?
0: I don't know. Y'all here sending me signals. Oh, I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's know.
2: <laughs>
1: He's going to throw
0: He's up. He's like, Bruto, you got a small penis. This is what he was saying to me. I don't know. No, I
2: mean, things can change quickly, right? If you don't score on those empty nets. I mean, they, the other team's got an extra player on the ice. Um, a lot of times when you miss empty nets,
0: you know, things can go the other way. So, I mean, it's Patrick Steffen's whole legacy. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Mac was about eight feet offside on what should have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a free goal. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was so stupid. Like that was that was just what are you doing, yeah. territory? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if they come back and tie this, like you can't do, you can't yell. You're not allowed to yell at anybody. Yeah. In the locker room, you're not allowed to be mad at anybody. You have to actually just take ownership
0: and be like, "Oh my god, what was I doing?" <laughs> yeah. The the blazerito has carnitas. The rudo has mayonnaise. <laughs> I think you know which one you're going to order. Uh, <laughs> in any case, Nas with the two-point night. Again, I just want to shout him out. He's going to the All-Star game. Well-deserved. He seem He's the type of player in a contract year that it doesn't seem like anything's going to slow him down. No. Now.
1: Dude, it's really just him.
0: Is he a 120-point player? I mean, we'll we keep, see. Like we keep
1: putting doubt on it, but we're—he
0: hasn't stopped yet.
1: We're thirty-seven games into the Avalanche season, so we still have half the year to go. Obviously, but he, none of us—none of us would have said that him doing this across half of a season was likely. At the beginning of the year, he was like, "I'm not going to get that bag. I'm going to get the bank." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right.
2: <laughs> and that's what he's doing I mean,
0: straight up. Yeah, want a little bit extra? Yeah, for sure. It's so. like mayo on a burrito. <laughs> mm. Delicious. I, for real though. Mayo tastes good on a burrito. Like I'm not lying. Not, not what I was trying to say, but I you like, you know what? Mayo. I know there's a person that
2: might agree with you. He's on the apps. He likes mayo.
0: Mm. Yeah. You, you need to put some chicken in there. I think. <laughs> mayo him... chicken burrito. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't know, chat. How'd you feel about this game? You feel good? You feel bad? You feel awake? How many of you fell asleep during this hockey game uh but in any case, any final thoughts, boys? What the fuck are you eating <laughs>
1: i just i just wanna I just wanna know like you go to like Chipotle and you're just like, where's all the stuff I
0: put in my burrito? <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? And you're like, I don't no, have any of it. I, so the Chipotle by my house actually knows my order by heart. It's a problem. That's all right. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was having a mental breakdown because I put mayo on burritos right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've offended all of Mexico by doing this. Uh,
2: <laughs> Love a good five a.m. start in Europe. Wow,
0: is that better or
1: worse? I, I think yeah. it would probably be better you if you have a until job a. that starts in the morning, yeah, because you can at least get up and like while well, you're getting ready for work, like have the game on. Sure. Whereas if it's at like three a.m., you're just screwed. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. No. It's fine. My pizza takes fine.
2: Uh
0: No, it's not. (laughs) Throwing away pizza. What kind of monster? Oh my god, I forgot about (laughs) that. You just throw pizza away. That's right, I do. Who
1: the fuck are these people on a (laughs) podcast? Can I get Jesse back, (laughs) wherever he is? That's
0: what we got to find out. Jesse's bad food take. That's what we haven't figured out yet. God, it's gonna be a
1: doozy. I can already (laughs) feel it. (laughs) He's gonna be like, actually, cheese is bad. (laughs) (laughs) And it won't be, and it won't be like because he has an allergy to it. He'll just be like, I don't like it. Yeah, Yeah. he'll just be like, In fact, it's just a bad food group.
2: I like A1 steak sauce on my burritos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Evan should be back this weekend. So. uh
1: Evan will be back on the beat officially tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so he'll be writing again when he's on the pod and stuff.
0: He'll we'll... be on when he's on. Yeah, man. we'll
1: see. but Evan, yeah, I don't know what Evan. I can't even imagine <laughs> where Evan's bad food take will come from. <laughs> like everything, everything from him that makes me laugh so hard. It'll be totally from left field. And I'll be like, where the, f-? <laughs> the delivery, his, like
2: his delivery. When he gives oh, yeah. it to you too, you're dude. just like, oh, you're being completely serious oh, right dude. now. <laughs> Evan is so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right we're gonna get out of here yeah no night. you know yeah, what but... jesse or
1: evan's bad food take the one of them will be the eat the banana with the peel still on it oh, oh my god. god
0: monster even even apes peel their bananas dude i like.
1: I dated a girl who was like oh yeah i totally do that and i was like show me
0: <laughs> and, it like a, and it wasn't like a you know like a phallic thing right
1: it was like a, this sounds horrifying and i have to live through this it was horrifying <laughs> like most of that relationship honestly it was horrifying <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's where all the vitamins are.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: Okay. Let, yeah. me,
1: just, let me just not make any. Uh, yeah. where are we going
0: now? <laughs> we're, we're going to the end of the show before we do something. We're going to regret. I've already talked about Mayo enough. Uh, thank you everyone for watching, listening, hanging out with us on this super late night. We'll be back tomorrow doing the same thing. Half an hour earlier. Maybe we'll see. Maybe. Who knows how long the game before the abs goes. <laughs> as They're on national again. Oh, there's so, there's a super sticker. We got one. We got a we got a thing. Uh, <clears throat> Hands doing a fist bump. <laughs> Thank you, our moisters, for the two dollars. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. We appreciate you. We love y'all. We'll be back tomorrow doing pregame, postgame. You know the drill. Until then, we'll talk to you next time.